Good evening. Welcome to November Foxtrot, the show oh, where Jackie Weaver has given us power to. Uh, well, she's Jackie had Weaver. the authority. We have the authority, Jackie oh, Weaver. We've all got the authority, Jackie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, blimey. How well, are we, gents? Good. Are we all good? All good? Sweet. Uh, everyone doesn't know. This is Dan. Say hello, Dan. Hi, guys. Hello, Dan. Hi, Dan. <laughs> Hi, Rage in the chat. Evening, gents. Evening, Rage. No, before you ask, I still haven't got your comms pouch. So just stop there. <laughs> All right. And Gaz, when he joins, let him know, yeah. Rage, when he joins, that I've, he hasn't got one either. <laughs> There's a big thing. There's a big thing going on about your comms pouch when they're gone. Oh, mate. Yeah. Hopefully, it's, we'll have something else to talk about soon when it it's arrives. It's the new meme. It's the new meme. <laughs> You've got pouches for pouches, mate. I love it. Love a pouch. I love a pouch. Place oh, for everything. Uh, everything in its place. That's it. You can't patch. find it when it when it comes to it. <laughs> Not a clue. Not a fucking clue where that is. Which one's in? Which what? one's in? Where's, where's... Where's that Isn't phone it? ringing from? Where's that phone ringing from? <laughs> Rage File says, uh, I'm an NHS hero. I deserve a comms pouch for my service. Well, you better speak to your NHS about that, mate. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Must be an empty saline bag hanging about the place so you can drop the radio in. You get that UV9R, the new Bofang. Apparently, that's fully waterproof. Just plop it in that. Blop. Sorted. <laughs> Have comms and saline. That's it. <laughs> All good. I'll all let good. A, few more, a few more people join. Uh, gents, remember if anyone wants to get in touch, you can email us at nofochat at hotmail.com, Instagram, November underscore foxtrot under completely fudged that up. November underscore foxtrot underscore nofo. Uh, I'm going to let it come back on the screen because I was just reading it off there as well. Uh, on Instagram, uh, Facebook, we are at November foxtrot nofo, and uh, YouTube, you can find us with November foxtrot. All really easy to remember. Yeah. Isn't it? It's basically if you just type in some element of November and Foxtrot into one of these uh You're social media it. things, you'll find us. So it's all good. Evening, gentlemen. Lee, Barney, thanks for coming along, chat. Hi Barney, hi Lee. Right, Mike, what are we discussing tonight, mate? The anchor well, man. Let's introduce let's introduce Dan first. You know, obviously well, Dan's... well that was it, that's what it's gonna lead on to. Yeah, Dan's Dan's joined us. Dan, who Probably are you? Yeah, Who's good, Dan? mate. Yeah, been been working hard and uh I don't know. who are you? A, How are you there's too much work and not enough play at the moment so definitely know. mate definitely so it's, uh we're all waiting aren't we all waiting to uh get well, back out of, to the norm we're sort of three amigos tonight aren't we all from the uh punisher zulu one free team that's it team. yeah mate. So, yeah dan yeah. was dan's one of the originals yeah original bad boy one of the old guard <laughs> <laughs> So, Dad, talk, talk to us, mate. So, what brought you into uh, to Airsoft and uh, and getting predominantly into Milsim after that? Yeah, okay. Um, so, it must have been I must have been only 14, 13, 14. and uh, me and my sister's ex we we went down to uh, Portsmouth, and there was a site down near Portsmouth, and we went there, and it was absolutely epic. Even though I was using a rented gun, um, it was a pile of shit gun, but you know. <laughs> It was it was okay. Um, we we had great time. We we had an absolutely fantastic time. Um, and then I was I thought oh, I really want to do that again. And it was like years past, years past. And then uh, Lance's cousin um, he he deals in bits and pieces to do with airsoft. And uh, yeah, he offered us a couple of packages. Uh, Lance Lance uh, messaged me. Do you want to go? Do you want to go and go in and should we both get a, get one of these little packages with a. MP5 and a 
a handgun and where a few yeah, there's a few like, bits of bobs in there yeah, yeah you've got kind like, of a holster you know, all, and a couple of bits it was all bright orange you know like <laughs> yeah <laughs> non new car up at the time so we had to get all yeah. two toned and yeah running there like tank out of tron <laughs> yeah so we bought we bought these we, we bought these uh little boxes off of uh off of jake and he sent them through to us and we opened them up and we were like a couple of kids like shooting in banny's garden and yeah we each other. Then, and as soon as that happened that was it we we're on the internet right we need to find somewhere to go and play airsoft um and that must be about 2014 15. Mm, um, yeah thereabouts and we, we were like right let's go do it and with the first we went for a was it was it apocalypse we went to first was it was it was our first that was our first sort yeah. of skirmish day mate yeah you know um, turned up completely yeah, so green we, like, huh? <laughs> we arrived we arrived there and when we turned up there there's all these guys with all these like guns like that looked amazing and like, we pulled out these little blue and orange things <laughs> like, oh, yeah. shit. all right like, lads I, how do, how, do, how do we get one of these guns that look better than what we've got? Anyway, so we, <laughs> you know, we uh, we went we went through and uh, we played the game and we absolutely loved it. Fell in love with it. It was great fun. Um, and since then, we've uh, we've been doing it. We well, actually, done a lot of skirmish after that, didn't we? we did a lot, a, lot a few skirmish. games, yeah, just to get a feel for the game and and what it was all uh, about and that, yeah. And then uh, Big John came up to us and was like. You should try out uh, a milsim. We were like, right, what's a what's a milsim for a beginning? We're like, what is it? And he and he was like, oh mate, it's for hardcore. It's, like, it's hardcore, blah blah blah. Um, so we were like, oh okay, we fancy that. We really did. And yeah, went to our first milsim, and then that was it. We sort of dropped the skirmishes, and we were pretty much just milsim. That was it, straight mm. through. Um, we obviously go to the odd day here, day there, test kit and that, but. Yeah, mainly skirmish, uh, mainly uh, mill seems, but yeah, so yeah, and it was, it's just been great. It's great get out with a lot of guys in the woods and have a have a beer, have a fire at night, and you know when when you can and if you can, um, and yeah, it's good. It's it's good. It gets you out of the house for the weekend and definitely, it's, mate. Yeah, blow the cobwebs off. Good times, <laughs> yeah. Good times. Good fitness Sweet. as well. Yeah, yeah. That's loads of that. Loads of that's needed at the moment. Ooh. Yeah, nursing a baby. Yeah. <laughs> need to get back to it <laughs> uh, anyone in the chat if you've got any questions for dan throw them in um we'll uh sort of stop a few times throughout the episode and uh yeah. anything at all hasn't got to be air soft related anything, 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 about yeah, life, anything general like that yeah brexit anything, bring anything. him on yeah anybody who's got hey. authority i'll sort it i'll sort it all out <laughs> oh welcome james yeah james hannah yeah he messaged me earlier uh Talking about comms pouches, funny enough. <laughs> no, cool. there's no link there. No link there to Rage of Fire at all. This is a genuine question. This wasn't a piss take or anything. So, uh, yeah, welcome along, James. Thanks for joining us, mate. Appreciate that. So, yeah, all good. Cool. Well, this week we are talking about how to get the most out of a Milsim event. Uh, obviously, you know, we've, we've talked about bits and pieces on kit. Uh, but, you know, there, there's other things that you need to consider when, when going to an Airsoft event. And the mm. first, the first of these things is that we're going to talk about is mindset, attitude, mindset, mental, mental acuity, open mind, and conduct. So, Lance, do you want to kick us off with the mindset? No, you, you kick it off. You I'll it. kick off with the mindset then. <laughs> <laughs> That's Screw a great you, mindset there. Nice one, yeah, thanks, Lance. No, so, I mean, I mean, from my perspective, with mindset, you know, it, it's a case of you rock up to an airsoft event, get involved. Just get involved. If somebody says, oh, do you want to go and be on guard for a couple of hours? Yeah, I'll go do that. Just, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially yeah. if it's your first event. I mean, you're not going to know what to expect. But, I mean, um, 
you, you got to turn up sort of willing to take part, willing to get involved. In, you got to, you got to imagine like I mean, I certainly want to turn up to my first ever event, first ever Milsim, and say, "Oh, look, do you want to go and do this op sort of thing?" And it'd be quite daunting sort of thing. But if you've got a team of guys that have done it a few times before, or you're put into a section where there's a few guys who have experienced Milsimers, then yeah, yeah, why not go and do it? Give it a go. It's a game at the end of the day. If it, if yeah. it balls it up, it balls it up. You know, you know, for next time, you learn from it. So yeah, exactly. but I mean, obviously, like Mike said, turning up to the event with Looking forward to it. Um, obviously, you're going to have a bit of apprehension and all that, but it, it's nothing to worry about. Do you know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's a weekend away, having a game or something. So, you know, the, but yeah, when it comes to the mindset, it's um, just go with a bit of confidence behind you and and and, and look forward to it. Do you know what I mean? Don't be and worried about yourself. it or anything like. That. And enjoy, just the main, that's the main thing about it is enjoying yourself. You know, you've yeah. paid, so you paid in some instances, you paid quite a lot of money to take part in it, and you want to get the, the, the most out of it that you can. And if you're you just, don't, sort of, yeah. If you're sort of being a bit withdrawn and sitting back and you know not wanting to get involved, then you know you're sort of going to spoil it for yourself. You sort of like give yourself a bit of a kick up the arse just to you know, yeah, I'll do it. Okay, yeah, I'll do it. Why not? Yeah, well, we've, I mean, had guys, we've had guys, haven't we, on meal sims before, like completely just sit back, turn up, yeah. pay yeah. pay hundred quid for the weekend, and be like, and they just yeah. sit back, and you're like, and we'll be like, right, who wants to who wants to go on the, on this little task? And they're like, and they just completely sit there and be like, I don't know whether they're shy or what, but they'll be. You know, they're moved to the back of the crowd or whatever, and that's really exactly and... yeah. Or you, or you get people who seem to have paid to go on an event, and they'll turn up and they'll set up the fob, um, and that'll be it. Then every time you're looking for a call sign, it'd be like, where are they? They're like, oh, they're back at the fob. It's like you've yeah. been here since this morning. What are you doing? Yeah, oh, we're just having this. We're just doing that. It's like, guys, this is not a, an event. This is not what you do. You know, you need to get out there. You can't just sit here for the week. You might as well just go camping for the weekend. That's it. And essentially, that's, it. that's what's. But right, I know. Yeah. Seriously, though, mate, there was that the last event we done at APOC when I was talking to um to Smithy, a couple of guys that had not done it before. He said they were they might not have not been here. He said they were barely in the field. They were literally just sat at their their little area they sat their bashes at. Didn't move. I'm just like yeah, I can't I see the point that. of that. No, I don't get that. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you have a bad event, you know we've we've all had something that's kind of pissed us off for a little bit. You might want to take yourself out for a little bit and stuff like that. But yeah. You yeah, know, the, sure. the more you put in, I think, the, the more you get out of it. So, you know, I mean, some of the, all right, no, nobody enjoys standing there for two hours staring off into the dark with the prospects just getting shot in the face randomly at any point in that time. <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, just that's why you're there. You go, yes! <laughs> yes, within two hours as well. Yeah. <laughs> And there's also, there's like an element of camaraderie there because obviously, you know, I, I, I've been there. I've been in a position where we are literally standing there and we've seen this little red light and we're like, oh, we're about to be attacked. And then, yeah, you know, a fucking Mark V came in through the window. But um, <laughs> yeah. it's that kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, we're here together. We're both miserable. It's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, is, there is why you should be happy and me not. Come on, get in here and be miserable with me. <laughs> That's oh, it, I mean, you've got to take the highs with the lows with a meal sim, definitely. I mean, you know, you'll get, you'll get a wicked task of having to travel behind the enemy, whatever, you know, across, across the field. And then you might get a task of go sit up in that, in that Sanger and stay there. Yeah, like, you know, it, there's highs and lows. And that's you've got exactly to take the, right. high, the lows with the highs and, you know, you just got to mm. do that. And, and, and that's, that's, the, that's the thing about a meal sim. It's, you know, it's not just a hundred percent running at people shooting blapping off thousands around it's it's a lot more tactical and uh yeah it's it's it's, it's just a lot more thought thought about there's a lot more to think about isn't there yeah definitely I, I no? certainly yeah yeah i mean that's what people need to imagine if you're going to your first event from a skirmish day you know and i've said it before you can't turn up to a milson expecting to just empty mags no. as soon as that 
as soon as it, as soon as it kicks off because it's, yeah. it's just not the case. Some you know, of the best really meals the you won't fire around until maybe the second day. Yeah, exactly. exactly mate. You know, yeah, exactly. and a lot, yeah. and like, for me, I mean, a meal sim when I go on an event, it's more about like the like, and I've said that, obviously said it before, repeat myself. It's like the field craft side of it. Do you know what I mean? And all yeah. the other little bits and bobs that go into yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? You know, like navigating yeah. the site and, and and making sure your kit's all squared away and bits and bobs. It's um, it's um. Well, that's it. I mean, that's, that's a massive that's... part of it for me. You know, like, shooting is uh, great. You know, shooting the enemy and, and taking players out, and you know, taking an objective and all that is fantastic. Yeah. But you know, all the patrolling side of it. You know, what I mean, the, all your hand signals and that to your team, and and making sure you're all in cover. And you, you know, when you finish a patrol and you can get back to your fob and think, you know, we've done that really well, guys. You know, what you guys did over there and, and moving forward as, as a one unit, like extended line for a, a wood block or something like that. And it was, yeah. you know, spot on. And, it and it's bits like that you remember. And it feels good when that and when that happens as well. Like when you've mm. got that extended line throughout a woodland. And you do push through, and you push push them back, and you push them back, and push them back, and you actually are doing a good job of it. You yeah. actually come away from that part of the meal scene thinking, do you know what? We've actually just smashed that, and it's been really good. And yeah, you know, and everyone's buzzing from that. And and, yeah. and and like you say, your vibe, the vibe that you give off of enjoying it is is, is infectious, and it's gonna yeah. it's gonna build your team yeah. up. If you're sitting there miserable as sin, you're gonna yeah. slowly start bringing the guys down around everyone you. Everyone down, and then you're everyone's everyone gonna be down. pissed off. Yeah, and then that's it. Everyone yeah. will be crying and booing and. It's, Horrible. It does only take one, you know, two, three guys on there. You say, you know, you've got a little recon team of like three, three, four guys, mm. and they have a bit of a crap half a day. They will bring the rest of the whole team down. You know, everyone mm. by just being so negative, and and I think that's the shame. Of, that's a shame. That's a bad thing about Milsim is the, the people that come along and, and they want to just run at people, blapping off rounds. And they hate it when they're maybe not doing that. And then yeah. they say... They I mean, and, uh, meals in, but it's not. we've had it before where we've um yeah. we've it's, we've taken our time to get into a position maybe we were sorting a building or we've got to take a, a section of woodland or something like that and we've we've patrolled there we've taken our time we've got into a position where we're going to like carry out an assault if you like and then out of nowhere literally you'll get three guys just in like Linford Christie just flying past you and you're mm. thinking what are you doing. Yeah, why have you done that? No one in their right mind would you would it's, it's a milsim, it's a it's a simulation. You're trying to you're trying to act it out as realistically as you can. We're pretending, we're pretending more pretend, than normal. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And there's no way in the real world that you've got an, an enemy to your front in a sort of dug in location somewhere in them woods, you know, <clears> and not gonna turn around in a real life situation and go, We should just fucking run. <laughs> we'll I'll tell you what, just cover me and I'm gonna run right we'll, at them. The three of us, right? <laughs> and you could imagine it, couldn't you? We'll just run at them. It'd be fine, and you, 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 we're laying there, and you just see him go, <laughs> yeah, hit, hit, hit. <laughs> and then you just watch him walk back past you, and you just yeah. take your head at him and just go with a red yeah. hanky on their heads, just like that. <laughs> see, I, I have a theory about um, going back to like the negative attitude. I have a theory that uh, people not taking their hits is actually a smaller problem than the effect of people thinking that other people aren't taking their hits. So yeah. as soon as you've got one person going, oh, fucking other team aren't taking their hits, that then spreads yeah. out. You you miss that person. Oh, he's not fucking taking his hit, is he? You know, mm. and I think that, and then you go back and you're moaning about it and other people are like, oh, yeah, the enemy aren't taking their hits. And I think that that is a gradual spiral. Yeah, and that mm. by the end of the weekend, if that starts off at the beginning of the weekend, by the end of the weekend, you can have two sides that are really you're screaming. Miserable. You're not taking your hits at each other. They're not taking. They're still not and, taking. And like, hits, if, if that comes up, then you need, all you need to do is go straight to an official, straight to a marshal, straight to the yeah. organizer. Yeah. Point out the person that you're that is in question, and and that needs to be briefed out to your side, to the op four, to the blue four side, 
And then slowly but surely, that if that same person's getting reported by the blue four, various different people on it, and the same for Op4 like that, it's going to get notes. They're going to get watched and they're going to get pulled to one side, you know. And that's why I think it's great that some events do have like a player marshal inserted within the blue fours. Like some event organizers, you will have an overall OC who will go out with um, the blue four sections or whatever. And same for Op4, and they're actually a part of the company that's running the event. Plus, yeah. purely so they can keep eyes on because it is difficult. It is difficult to yeah, do that. Yeah, of course, it is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's just head into the chat a bit. Uh, Louise Whistle. Oh, uh, Christ. What's she want? Ask Lance how many pouches he actually owns. It's becoming an issue. I'm, is it, I'm, not, I'm not prepared to divulge that information. Day. All right. That is between me. That was me. genuinely on eBay. On eBay this week, there was a, a, a lot of. <laughs> I'd 50 like pouches. Mike to disclose how many yolks he owns. Yeah, shut <laughs> Lance gets, Lance gets pouches delivered to my house. <laughs> Thanks, big mouth. Oh, no. uh, let's go, James. Uh, James Hannah. I had a brief conversation with Lance's uh, earlier about Milsim, but my question is: there any news as when sites are opening back up? Well, <laughs> who knows, James? Honestly, yeah. mate, don't know at the minute. I mean, they've announced today that it's going to be, you know, slowly, slowly catchy monkey with releasing this. Um, uh, lockdown uh, restrictions and all that. So I can't see it being any time soon, to be brutally honest with you. Do you know what I mean? If some basic shops and that can't open and things like that, then, you know, I, I don't know. I think there was there was an event I think I saw that was trying to open and then very hurriedly changed their opinion on that. Um, right, okay. And Because I, I think they absolutely got slated from what I gather on Facebook um, from a number of players that were like, no, you're not opening. That's ridiculous. No. It, it, it's not manageable, yeah. mate, is it? Let's be honest. I mean, there's only certain size safe zones you've got. I mean, you could have X amount of people, but as soon as you get into the field, you, you know, how do you keep two metres apart if you're in a, if you're in one? Oh, Dan's dropped out there. Dan's gone. <laughs> Dan's, we'll see you, Dan. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dan will be back next week, ladies and gents, yeah. part two. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, honest answer, mate. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Not yeah, James. Oh, there he is. Come back. Uh, <laughs> uh, modern technology is a great thing. Oh, there miss he is. Miss you, Mark. Yeah, miss you, you buddy. Good to see you soon, mate, hopefully. Uh, Won't be too Stip, long. Stip one, how much knowledge is required in advance to be able to turn up to an event and be able to keep up? Um... I'd say knowledge of like the game itself, sort of thing. I mean, obviously, you'll get a mission brief sent out to your uh, step beforehand, um, so you'd be able to gen up and what the sort of the scenario is and what sort of required of your op four or blue four team. Um, a good event, I, you would. I, yeah, a good, yeah, 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 yeah a good event. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> good. <laughs> just insert that a bit there. There are um, some events where you just turn up and you're like, all right, I'm. I'm yeah, you're like just stand there, like like whistle goes, and you're like, uh. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> but um, I mean, a basic idea of like your, a basic camps camp skills sort of thing, like um, being able to set up a basher, you know, your sleep system, sort of be able to keep yourself uh, running dry. for sort of twenty four hours dry. A, you know, a basic grasp of sort of field craft and sort of things like that is, uh, you know, it's it very handy for you. I mean, if you're in a team of experienced guys, it's your first event, or you, or you can go along and you know you're going to be uh, in a fob or setting a fob up with some guys that have done it a, a, a few fair few mil sims, you know, then. I can't see it being a problem if you don't know how to how to correctly set up a basher or or, or or whatever. There'd be people there to help you, mate. I'd, I'd like to think that anyone would happily help out someone who's not too sure of, of doing something. I know I'll, I'd happily offer advice, you know, whether it's right or wrong. I'd, I'd definitely try and help all the time. And a lot of my guys in my team all very approachable. Um, 
to help people out. Yeah, definitely. So, um, I, I, you know, a, a basic knowledge, you know, if you can do some reading up, I mean, there's millions of YouTube videos on setting this up and setting that up and what's best for this and what's best for that, you know. Um, so, yeah, I'd say a basic knowledge. I wouldn't go to an, my first event not knowing anything at all. But um, I certainly wouldn't say you need to be Bear grills or or anything to uh, to take part in one. No, absolutely not. Any thoughts, Dan? Yeah, no, I was just going to say, you know, there's always people to ask. There's always things like this to watch, you know, mm. go through things with Aaron. Um, like Lance, you've always been helpful with everybody. Like, you know, you get people messaging all the time about things, isn't it? and you help them out. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's me being nosy and just sticking my nose in where it's not wanted, but I, I always try and offer advice if I can. <laughs> mm, so that's how you're putting your battery up, is it? I see. I see you there. <laughs> yeah, no fair dues, fair dues. Uh, David says, Mike Fraser's red light experience was not cool. Yep. It was David that was in the Sanger with me. There's two of us just watching this red light and we're like, oh, we're about to get attacked. It's definitely <laughs> happening. Where was that? Uh, Longmore? Yeah, uh, Toy Soldiers ASF unit. Evening, fellow operators. Hello. Evening, gents. Uh, Rage. There always seems to be a lot of teams that Evening. go that can be intimidating for a solo player, and it's that assumption that because it's your first, you'll be crap and get boring taskings. Yeah, there is that. Unfortunately, that you know that can happen. I mean, some of the events that I've run, um, certainly at Apocalypse, um, I, I've, I've, and it's, it's a bit of a. Uh, copycat from uh mr williams at legion airsoft events he does a he, he writes out a proper tasking so if he's got five uh five sections on the blue force set side um he'll have sort of x amount of taskings which would be like i don't know qrf mission task uh, combat patrol uh base defense uh rest period and there'll be sort of two or three hour taskings on that and everyone will do all of that there's not going to be just like oh the guys that have been to twenty of my events are only going to do the mission tasks and go out and do all the wicked Gucci gear, all the Gucci um, missions and things like that. It's going to be everyone, regardless of how many times you've been to a Milsim or to my events, are all going to be doing those tasks. Sometimes they can overrun or underrun depending on what's happened. You know what I mean? You can't uh, you can't odds that, but um, uh, and that's sort of why I've done it when I've done the the blue run the blue four side at APOC is I've I've allocated each section regardless of who they are to uh to get a, a nice bite of the pie as well throughout the whole weekend and that's the probably the best way that you can run an event so that there's no oh all i've done this weekend is qrf or all i've done is sat in a saying it's like well no you haven't you know you might have chosen to do that but your allocated taskings have been on this chart here but even you know. with those taskings you can you can make them what you want i mean like you know we've Absolutely, been on patrols yeah. before where you bump into locals you know, and you yeah. just have a chat with them and you, you, you decide to pat them down and you randomly find drugs on them if you're the DEA and you take them back and that's it. You know, you've got hostages now. It's great. That's it. Yeah. And, it, yeah. and, that, and that's and that's what makes some events really fluid is that, you know, you when you're given that, uh, you could be doing a standing patrol or a combat patrol in a wood block and you go out and you discover something, you get on the net and that could lead on to something else. One minute you could be doing a patrol, next mission you're on a mission tasking to hold the position you're at now because the guys that are actually out trying to find something that you found have got to get to you now. And, and and recover that from you for you to continue on and it, it, it makes the event so much better because you know, different alleyways you can go down so yeah I mean Ken and I we uh, you know years ago we had uh, it was just a recon mission go up to the uh, the opposite side Bob. I know this story <laughs> I love it <laughs> couple of hours crawling on our crawling on our, belt, on our buckles like, right up this hill Having a great time. And uh, anyway, we, we got right up to their fob. 
and they're all just standing around. And Kenny looked through his sights of his sniper rifle, and, and he's like, oh, damn, they haven't got any iPro. And we're allowed to attack their fob. Don't open an iPro, but this was, it is what it is. Um, so I was like, Kenny, throw me a knife. So he launched this knife over to me, grabbed hold of it, and uh, yeah, ended up that I went round, I managed to knife kill five of them, three of them, four of them standing around a fire, and I went into Topsy's tent and gave it, gave him a prod. <laughs> he was he was FaceTiming oh, someone at the time. No, you're back, you're all right, mate. You're yeah, right. he was he was talking to his daughter, I think, and she was like, Hello, Daddy, and all that, and I'll stand outside his tent. And I thought, right, I'm just I just lifted up the tent and I went shh. <laughs> Bang like that, straight into his stomach, and then from there, because fair play to him, he didn't shout or anything, just kept quiet, didn't even shout like dead man or whatever, just kept quiet. I then see four guys standing around, Mark, one of them, standing around the, the fire, and I literally went bang, bang, jumped over the fire, and then done the other two. And they were like, <laughs> It must have been terrified to see this thing come out the flames at you. <laughs> oh, across, across. Two of them, yeah, straight over the top of the flames. The other two, oh, it was wicked. It was. I, I said, I came back to you, didn't I? I said, right, even if I go on, we'd only been. You come back fight. shaking. He was the adrenaline I, from both of them. It was shaking when they got back to our fob. Because it was my first knife kill as well. I've never got a knife kill before, and to get to get five of them, one, <laughs> one, I, I said to Lawrence, if I don't do airsoft anymore from now on, I'm happy. That that made my that made, I said if I'm going home now. I feel, feel mm. happy. <laughs> and I've still to, that, to this day got that knife and I've got little five, five little notches in it. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Perfect, mate. Yeah, definitely. And then, like you say, it's, it's things like that that happen. You go you go out for a little recce patrol, turns out you get five knife kills. You know what I mean? It's like, pfft. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. How it can all change in that. That's no, cool. Perfect, mate. Yeah, right, we'll just move on to the next thing because otherwise we'll, we'll be focusing too much on comments. So uh, the next one we're going to talk about is cliques. So... Don't don't be in a clique. Basically, there is nothing mm. worse than when you're when you're on an airsoft event and uh, you know, you're in a team. There's like it might be a mixed match of people that you've not played with before, and you know mm -hmm. you've got the, the three guys over there. Well, they've clearly come with each other. They're they're their own little clique, and then you're in your clique, and then you've got some other people over there. Yeah. Just try and break down those barriers because there is nothing worse than when you're trying to work as a team, and it kind of goes back to that uh, like mindset thing. You've got to work together. Mindset. You know, mindset. Mindset's pretty much the whole thing throughout this. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Well, that's a perfect example. Was what's it? My first Longmore event with you, Dan, and David, the four of the four of us, wasn't it? Yeah. And we were put in with them guys from up north, weren't we? In our billet. I can't remember their name. Mark, 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 Mark. Can't remember his name. Last name now. Forgotten it, but um, and we got like house on fire because they were they were they also done reenactment, didn't they? With the uh, US Marines yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. They had RC, some proper... Just gonna find there RCT 13 Milsim. RCT 13 uh, Milsim, them boys Instagram. were absolutely bang on, and that's when we done that. Um, uh, we did that frontal attack, didn't we, on the houses, yeah, yeah. coming out the woodblock. And I think that Legion were... have got that on their website still on their, on their Facebook page. That video, bloody brilliant. Was that, that was good running across the field, and we were like, yeah, that's yeah. it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brown and yeah, that's right. Yeah, for yeah, Charlie Delta Fire teams just covering, and it was wicked. And that was pucker, that wasn't it? Yeah, they were a great bunch of lads. And that's when we done the recon patrol. Um, I think it was six hours we were out for, yeah, yeah. something like that. <laughs> that was when we were like, 
hiding in the bracken, weren't we? We were laid out in the bracken, and then that's that um, patrol of Marines, didn't they? Because the training grounds were right where we were patrolling was right on the border of the next training ground that the Marines were using. So we were all laid up. Me and Dan were at the rear guard, laid out in this bracken, and then all of a sudden there was about eight of these tiny little red. I don't know if they were IR lights or what they were markers or something, but they just come patrolling like three meter, three or four meter spacing between each light, just coming up this track. And me and Dan laying there going, oh, do we fucking shoot them? Or because there's no other, <laughs> out, like, there's, there's no blue four patrols out here apart from us. So if it's anyone, it's going to be either Russians or like real still fucking Royal Marines. <laughs> we were about to shoot them all. I said to Dad, I said, I can't, I can't do it. And we just laid still in the bracken. We just laid there and they just went past probably like 15, 20 meters to our rear still. And they just went up the side of the boundary fence line like that. And I was just like, my heart's going, <laughs> sweating, <laughs> crying nearly. <laughs> Please don't spot me. Please don't spot me. But luckily enough, they, whether they, they probably did see us, I don't know if they did or not, but they just carried on past. And I was just like, oh, God, that's better. <laughs> but I think that was the same event where they actually got lit up by the Russians walking through the middle of the town centre, I think, yeah. in the end. So they did get their comeuppance, but it wasn't from me. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what I'm thankful for. <laughs> No eyebrow or anything, you know. No, that's it. Yeah, that's trouble. Op four's been wearing um, Op four's been shooting at guys clad in MTP all day, and then a team of MTP clad guys go walking through the village. Op four must have gone. Oh, fucking here we go. <laughs> Happy days. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, really, I really would love to see that on video. I don't think I wish I'd seen that. Yeah. That'd have been prior. I don't know what their reaction was. That Marines were like, What the fuck do they do? I mean, I'd have gone mental if it had been me. <laughs> Just got up like sucking pistol whipping. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> you want some? <laughs> I'll give you some. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Yeah, yeah, but cliques. Yes, cliques. Sorry. Down. On a tangent there. But um, no, cool. well, it's like um, also Octo 8, mate, wasn't it? With Marcus, who, uh, who joined our team following the event. You know, wicked guy. Obviously, uh, come up to the event solo. Well, we were a couple of guys down, so he come in with our team for the event as, on a PMC role. Got on like an absolute house on fire. Do you know what I mean? Just come over, introduced himself, you know, sat around the fire in the evening. Um, and we obviously got to know each other and having a chat, a couple of beers before the event started the following day. And yeah, wicked, wicked top guy. So, um, yeah, yeah, try and avoid the cliques, you know, get yourselves out there. Let's say hello to each other. It's a game at the end of the day. It's a social. <laughs> right. Kit maintenance. Kit maintenance is very, very important. It is. So don't just turn yeah. up to the event and then get oh. your kit out. I think that we lost oh. Dan again, have we? Is he gone? Lost you, mate. Oh, oh there you are. Hello. He's back again. Is he there? Hello, Dan. Yeah, to me, I can still see you. I don't know what happened now. It just went blank. Yeah, you, throw, you keep freezing, mate. I think the kids are eating the Wi Fi up. Oh, bro. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Go on, Mike. Sorry, you were saying, mate? No, I was going to tell you, let's just go in the comments while Dan's sorting out his internet just quickly. Um, yeah. Rage Files says, judging by the comms meeting, people sat in for the trust around vaccines and workflow. Uh, I reckon it'll be uh, April before we can play. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a fair Mark way. says, fair Dan, way. what's in your glass? That might not be the best question to pull up right now. <laughs> 
Stip says, thanks. I was think uh, think transitioning from skirmish to battle sim to build sim seems a daunting step, even if you can set up a camp. I, I appreciate that. It's not Yeah, um, I mean yeah. it's not like a it's not like a oh yeah, you just rock up type thing. Um mm -hmm. but at the same time, just rock up. You all enjoy it. Just just rock up, break down the click, go and have a chat with somebody. That's it, exactly, mate. And obviously, and and like we've covered where we've covered previous episodes of this podcast, um, with regards to what sort of kit you'd need, and we have done one where you'd have like the, I think it was the ten sort of essential items, Mike. We done for yeah. to safely uh, take part in the milsim, so safety for you, safety for your team, um, making sure you've got the minimal amount of kit that you'd need to get you through an event. Um, and, and one point on that step is that you're probably probably worth in, uh, taking part in an event that's either sort of like the spring or summer time of the year, mate. So you you're not having to invest in like the massive arctic bags or or you know extra sorts of clothing you can get by with the the gear you'd wear to a skirmish event if the event allows it i mean if you have to wear ntp and you've not got it then you know you know have to make a cheeky investment there but um but yeah oh, certainly uh, if you want to make the transition mate yeah just crack on and and, and do it mate you know there's lots like of there's plenty of media plenty of um, tools out there to help you with understanding what you need and and uh and to, to get you through a weekend event mate definitely yeah i'll definitely get it a go give it a go see what you think cool uh ragefile says patrolling stag qrf would be a laugh and you get in you get what you put in yep completely agree yeah absolutely mate uh toy soldiers airsoft unit we met recon advanced commando team at an event uh love meeting new people and teams yeah definitely mm -hmm. just just go and have a chat with people like you know a easy question oh what gun's that yeah. People love would talking like about what gun they've got. <laughs> would you like a sweet? That one always works. A little That's bit more creepy if they're younger than you. Um, but yeah. Well, I have to say it every time, just in a nice way. Genuinely. Not like, genuinely it's not like you're I'm coming out of hedgerow at night time. No, <laughs> right. You know I mean? <laughs> With a big sack and a hook. Would you like a sweet? You know what I mean? Not saying it's like, do you want a sweet, mate? You no, know, but genuinely, such such. genuinely, the last skirmish <laughs> event we went to, um, I was just standing there in a trench with some with some little kids. Um, and one of them, one of them was particularly excited about his rifle, and I was like, "Oh yeah, nice. What is, what is that?" And he just, you know, just and I was thinking in the back of my mind, I do have a pouch of sweets, but this is not, a, this is not an appropriate situation to offer kids sweets. No. So, um, anyway, um, Toy Soldiers Airsoft Unit currently play at Iron Sight and Andover. Amazing players and staff, very friendly. Ever any disputes? Yeah, just go, just go and see, like, go and meet people. It's so much more interesting when you actually, you know, you can have a bit of chat with the people you're working with. I say working with, but playing. With people Playing, you're operating working. with, yeah, when you're operating. in the, when you're in the shit and you're operating with some, <laughs> you want to know where they are. Yeah, <laughs> work them out, work them out. Yeah, oh, I was on the back. Back, back in, yeah. You're yeah, in, yeah, mate. You're good. He's come up from the log cabin at the bottom of the garden, so he's uh he's back in the house. We can hear you, mate. You're good as gold. Can you hear no, us? Not. No, he's just frozen <laughs> now. Oh dear. What a freeze pose, though. <laughs> Fair play. Sam McGuell, Dan's advertising. Not sponsor, not sponsor. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> Yet. Um, right, yeah, we're going to talk about kit maintenance. Yes. I'm going to throw this one to you, Lance, because I know you are super into maintaining your kit. I am less so. Um, yeah, really, yeah, judging from the story you told me. Before we went, like, the <laughs> yeah. moldy berry and, and glasses strap, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a that's a, that's a a big one. I mean, obviously, making sure before the event that you've, you've got all the bits and bobs you need. Uh, my wife hates me two weeks leading up to an event because my shit's all over the living room and it's packed and it's unpacked. It's all, oh, you know, I'm not quite happy with that. And I'll unpack it and pack it. And she's sitting there like boiling, like we're getting redder and redder thinking I'm going to set fire to all that shit in a minute. Unless you put it in the cupboard or put it back in the loft or, or put it anywhere, but in here in my lovely 
living room. So I just sit there in the middle with the amp on the floor like a child. <laughs> Surrounded by camouflage stuff everywhere. <laughs> but yeah, it's essential, guys. It's I mean, it's you know, there's no good getting to an event with just a bag full of just stuff and thinking, oh well, I don't know where that is, don't know what this is. Do you know what I mean? You know, and if you've not done it before, then it's a great way of getting to know what kit you've got to take and having a list of kit. I mean, I can put a kit list up that we use for our team um afterwards in our on our on our Facebook page. So anyone wants to reference it, you know, more than welcome to. I'll, I'll stick it up on our Facebook page for a, a kit list for and it's a generic one. Do you know what I mean? There's some bits on it you won't need for a summer event, but it's like a whole shebang. So there's bits you can minus off of that list if depending on the time of year you're going or what sort of event you're doing. Um but yeah, that's essential. Is it? And making sure you, whether you get your rift serviced or whether you do it yourself, I'd love to be able to do it myself, but I have no idea what I'm doing. So I take it to the nutty professor in Crawley and he does it for me. So I make sure they're all squeaky clean, uh, good to go. Uh, yeah, and just make sure that you've got everything you need to take part in the event and make sure you're safe uh, and that your team's safe when you're doing it. So yeah, kit maintenance prior to the event is a is a, is essential. If I can just throw something out there, which is hydration bladders. Definitely, mm. definitely keep your hydration bladder yeah, clean. your bladder hydration clean. bladder. I cleaned mine for the first time in a, quite a while the other day. Um, and it was amazing the difference in the taste of water that was coming out of it. <laughs> Will you say um, that, right? I mean, I, I mean, all I literally do, I, I never put any squashes or energy drinks or anything in no, the hydration bladder. No, no, it's just bladder. water. It's just pure. And I've always ever, and, and whenever I get back from an event, all I've literally ever done is filled it up with, emptied it out, filled it with water, give it a good slosh emptied it back out and i've just left the box the, the cap open on the bladder and the straw giving it a blast out and i've just left it hanging upside down with the with the uh, cap at the bottom open and it's just dried out and it, once it's fully dried when we got proper dried out just cap back on and packed away and then when i open it again it just doesn't smell horrid or anything it just smells like you know just a nothing plasticky yeah, sort of clean. smell yeah, yeah. and i've never put any detergents or tablets or anything like that in there and it's always been fine so I mean, a friend of mine, Gavin, uh, he's uh, he had a different story. He's a ex uh, Royal Marines <laughs> commando, and he's done some other stuff after the Marines. And um, he he told me a story about when he was in Afghan. Uh, uh, a lovely friend of his, or a lovely colleague of his, um, decided it'd be hilarious to, whilst his back was turned, was to put a big lump of camel shit inside his camel bladder and not tell him about it. So he did a six month tour um, with a big part, big lump of camel shit in his uh, in his camel bladder, and never even fucking batted an eyelid about it. <laughs> That's extra protein, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said when I emptied it out about four months into the tour, it, the, the straw and whatever was in it was just pure white, where I sucked all the minerals out of everything. <laughs> Can so, you get me so, now? Am I back in? Yeah, now? You, yeah, yeah you're, you're all screwed. Yeah. Oh, I had proper issues. I'm back. I'm down in the kitchen now. I was up good in stuff. the beauty room up the top of the garden, but it's, yeah, it's the internet's crap up there. So, yeah. yeah. Dan, we're talking about keeping kit sort of nice and. Dan's fork. Do you, want to, do you want to tell us about your uh, tell us about your fork, Dan? Yeah, well, I don't believe in cleanliness, really. Um, I just uh, pussies. I just <laughs> yes, yeah, <for> pussies. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, well, I've had since we the very first meal scene we went on. So me and Lance and I, we both were like, right, we got to get everything. So we went out and spent a load of money. Fifty quid. It was all come to fifty quid, Dan. You're there's, yeah, there's people listening in the chat. <laughs> Can steady, son. So I bought, so I bought this. I bought this. Uh, not it was a, it was a knife, fork, and a spoon, all folds down in a little packet, and it's wicked. It just goes in a little pouch. You know, you, you know, like one of Lance's, not one of Lance's pouches, one of my pouches, and <laughs> and it's and it's absolutely perfect for what I need. And, you know, I, 
normally stir my tea with a stick anyway or whatever. I never <laughs> shitty stick. A shitty <laughs> stick. And but but when I do use it for like you know the the you know the rat packs or whatever, I, I always just either just lick it clean. Or I just, I just and then I just fold it up and put it back in the pot. And do you know what? I haven't washed it in about in about six years. Mm. Well, it's the first set you bought. Our first ever Milsom event. Yeah. He brought it along, and he said, "Look at this." And I said, "That's lovely." And they've, they've never been, they've never been out of that pouch to be. Only no. t- the only time they come out of that pouch is for him to use them, stick them in his mouth, and then they go back in the pouch. Unbelievable, yeah. isn't it? That's how, that's that's how I've. This builds up your immunity to everything. That's how he's dodged. That's, he swears that's how he's dodged. The cure for COVID is in Dan's KFS set. That's what that's what we reckon. Well, is that is yeah, it's me. I'm I'm a walking cure, walking vaccine, walking vaccine, ready to impenetrate, ready to give the vaccine to everyone. I'll penetrate anybody, any of you guys. Uh, just jumping in the chat I'll, I'll on. Set um, <laughs> just jumping in the chat on hydration bladders. Uh, Mark Hutchins said I use Milton sterilizing tablets to clean my water bladder out. I can recommend oh, those. Not. Because that mm. was what I used when I actually finally got around to doing it. So, yeah, highly recommend those. On that uh, as well, uh, fantastic sniper content, Mr. Hutchins. Anyone hasn't looked at yeah, his, um, his, his bits on YouTube, go and have a look. Yeah, very um, good, very good. Hutchie S off sniper, go and have a look at him. It's fantastic gear he does, so, yeah. Good on him. Uh, Terry, you know, uh, used to put my bladder in the freezer. Yeah. yeah and that's backed sure. up by Barnaby Hill. Bladders in the freezer is another option. Bacteria can't survive. Lovely stuff. Not bad, yeah, Great idea. Do that with your knife and fork set, Dan. Yeah, I'll put your knife and fork set in the freezer when you get in. That'd be all right. No, they stay in the pouch. They stay in the pouch. I'd like to know what the content of bacteria is inside the pouch. Uh, Yeah, I'd like to have a look. Because you don't lick the pouch out before you put the fork in there, do you? Well, I sometimes have a little go in my tent. That's another story. I'll turn all the lights off. That's only for for winter meals, Sims. Keep me warm. Uh, next on our list was loadouts. So, no. uh, I'm, I'm just moving on, moving on from the dirty, dirty fork. Before it gets any um, worse. So the next yeah, one on our list was loadouts. Out. So props, <laughs> props, uh, and sort of the style and look and things like that. So one of the things uh, we spoke about last week was obviously the Airsoft International uh, magazine uh, produced mm-hmm. a book on loadouts, which um, after we discussed it, Lance and I went and immediately bought because we thought we'd probably better have a look at it rather than just advertise something that we know we, we hadn't seen at all. Um, yeah. It's not bad, actually. I, I do recommend it. It's, yeah, um, it's a good for, for getting, especially if you're just starting out with Milsims and you want to sort of create a loadout for yourself and you're unsure of what bits to go for. And that, there, there's some great examples in there of um, <laughs> maybe not the real stuff because that would just cost you a fucking fortune. But something that looks like the real stuff, or something that's a replica of of a of previously issued kit or whatever it is, um, then yeah, yeah, it's a great little reference guide. Um, yeah, really good. Hmm. Uh, with yeah, with go on. Sorry, I was Mike. just going to say, clarify, it's not a sponsorship or anything like that. We're not we're not saying go out and buy it. No, um, no, no, not at all. It's just, not at just all. we 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 saw it and we thought it was interesting. So yeah, it's definitely worth a look. I, I particularly like the um the uh the Scud Hunters two two SAS loadout. So that was good to look up on. Yeah. No, but one of the things I want to talk about with this is, uh, so for example, um, the three of us are all on a DEA Milsim, uh, relative, I think it was probably beginning of last year, um, Mm, 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 or the year before, before. I I get confused because it's COVID, it'd have been been July the year before, yeah, yeah, um, so one of the things that we did before that was to try and bring a little bit more of our own involvement to the event before the event, um, so for example, we were trying to make ourselves look more 
DEA. So we obviously bought DEA patches. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually went to the effort of making little identity cards that we all had in like little holders on our kit, um, which I mocked up. Um, which I must like... take out of my gun bag because if I do ever get stopped one day and they see that <laughs> ID card of me pretending to be in the DEA, I'll be absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're oh, complaining had, about. Little... I was little... just say, I, we, even, I, I... We, even, we even took. Go on. I was just say I I actually came up with a full complete uh, disguise uniform of like being a, a Swiss um, Swiss doctor. So That's I've got a fake Swiss doctor. passport. I've got sw- fake Swiss identity cards, and like <laughs> World Health Organization cards, and all sorts. So yeah, <laughs> That's all good. It's all for the event. Yeah, I mean it's it's you yeah. know it's just adding that element to it, which That's is all it. cool. We even we even made we we even made little packets of coke up, didn't we? And we've got right. we plant them on the boys. That's it, yeah. You know, it's it's just, that. Just funny how many drugs you know, we get finding on people. Our, it's not hostile to anything, does it? It's just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's good. I mean, obviously, the event, they, they'll they have their own props and bits like that. But if you're if you're given a task in a role, like you're going to be a, a, a DEA oper- operative or something like that, and you can, you've can you got some DEA patches. I mean, they, they were relatively cheap between the team to get them all made up by a company. Um, we had a big green, OD green, with like the yellow DEA big letters on the back of our plate carriers. Um, and then we had a slightly smaller one, which was on the front, and we had them made up off, out of our own pocket, sort of thing, within the yeah, team uh, yeah. for the guys for the event, and it looked really wicked. You know, it was really cool. That's it. They did. They did look good. They did look good. Mm. Sorry, I thought I had some. I think was that event. I've got someone behind my green screen here, but I, I can't be bothered to get <laughs> up. So. I think uh, it was that event. I bought uh, some real handcuffs. That's right. Yeah. And that was for that. That was that, for that event to to arrest Ex- people. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I still carry. Yeah. I carry them. I still carry them now. So. He hasn't quite no. given up the uh, the role yet. No, still patrolling, still, still patrolling the estate of him at the night time. Yeah, excuse me, Mister. What are you doing? I'm just yeah. walking the dog. No, you're not. Not tonight. Yeah. Just, just found a little bag of flour. Yeah. Oh, what's this? What's this then? I see yeah. Yeah, on your dog. This, sir. <laughs> Concealing this were you down your trousers? <laughs> But no, I mean, oh, like we've yeah. we've got um uh what well, I can't remember what you call it like the hostage kits, um where you know if we if we take hostages yeah. or anything like that, you know, we we a few of us are all equipped with like pillowcases and things that we can put on people's heads. Okay, yeah, I've got some I've got some like, like um, uh, disc cutting some some safety goggles like the big sort of goggles you use for cutting disc cutters and stuff, and I've just sniper taped them out so they're completely sort of blacked out sort of thing. You can whack them on, like you say, a pillowcase. We've got some zip ties and evidence bag type things. You know, things like that. You know. All adds, I mean, all adds was, to the event. Was the was that one the one that they had the the IEDs as well? Mm, mm. Yeah, because yeah. I I brought along nah, a um that was so fun to a, make, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good fun <laughs> to make. I bought a Valen metal detector off of eBay, and I was like, because oh, I, I do a little bit of metal detecting on the side, or whatever. Um, and I took that along, and we were actually like properly sweeping the roads. Um, mm. which I don't know if anyone's ever played at APOC. There is quite a lot of made ground there, which usually consists of. Uh, sort of mixtures of rubbles and things that are kind of just thrown in there. There is metal all over the place. Yeah, I it's had... the grenade pins. It's smoke grenade pins <laughs> and that everywhere, just strewn. Yeah. I mean, there's that. There's the blank firers that obviously do the shell ejecting casings and stuff like that. Yeah. Like we, um, there was there was me and a couple other guys were walking up the road, and um, I, honestly, I was just like, I think there might be a mine there. I don't know because we didn't know what we were looking for. So, <laughs> sorry, I've just seen um, Terry's comment about Dan's knife and fork and spoon. We'll defrost the freezer if you put it in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong, mate. Yeah, <laughs> turn all the food in there just to dust. <laughs> yeah, that's it, mate. I, I might just take a picture. I'll send you a picture. 
Mm. And you mm. post it on I think Twitter. we should get it swabbed. I'd like to get, to get it analysed. I'd like to send yeah, it to I a lab. Genuinely, I'll, I'll pay for someone to test it. All right. <laughs> it's six years. It's more now. It's probably seven years now. No seven clean. years. Seven seven years of gunk on that. Lovely. That's Sorry, found a new form of life. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Exactly. There's um, a couple of, you know, if it, especially after a long period like this, there's a couple of probably a couple of mushrooms going off her, but <laughs> scrape, scrape them off, didn't you? Just, add a, just, just add seasoning a, for your next meal. That's isn't it? it. Just stick <laughs> it in the rat pack, mate. It wasn't originally it. chickens, chicken and mushroom soup, but now it is. It's now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Stip says, how many different meals in loadouts do we each have? Oh, okay. Dan, do you want to go first? Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah well, so we've got my favourite one, most favourite is, uh, well, the one that I've worn once and never probably wear again is the Vietnam uh, get-up that we bought. Yeah. cost us hundreds of pounds, but, um, <clears throat> you know, we went and bought the proper chain link wrap for, to wrap around your neck you know bought the helmet bought the garments everything patches even though i sewed them on the wrong places and got a bollocking from tony bassett that oh you shouldn't have oh that yeah they weren't tba'd were they that's the oh, trouble mate, i got i got the biggest bollocking for having a, i had one patch here that didn't match the patch on my arm and he was like you can't have that, and I was like, "That's oh, the trouble, Tony. mate. You got you get a Vietnam reenactor. <laughs> you get a Vietnam reenactor yeah. in your in your Milsim team, and you do a Vietnam Milsim, then you're just absolutely shot to bits. But that and that's where TBA my, came from, wasn't it? <laughs> that was yeah, that was it. That was probably where it came. But it was that was probably one of the better, uh, you know, set set of clothing I've got. Um, hmm. And then the rest of it is just a shed ton of camo and just mix and match, really. So yeah. that's it. Deep, you, wood, deep, woodland DPM is my favourite. Probably. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, uh, that's a for, for over here in the UK. It's, it's and it's a shame that we, you know the ally. Well, I say lots of NATO forces obviously don't use it anymore. Uh, well, generically, you know, there's probably certain sections that still do uh, chuck a bit on now and again. But um, obviously, if you're taking part in an event, it's quite rare now that you get to use the woodland DPM stuff, which is a shame because it is a it's a cracky bit of kit. Actually, yes. I, I, I actually prefer US woodland, and I think that's just my US heritage coming out a little bit. Um, but I was just totting up while we were talking uh, the list of what I've got. So I've got like a full dark black loadout, um, which Ooh. I've used for a, a police role before. And um, will you be delivering milk tray in them on Sunday to me? Uh, <laughs> I'll leave my bedroom window I can open. do, for the right price. Um, oh, I've got, I've COVID, got full... COVID restrictions in place, of course, face mask. <laughs> Course, I've got a full um, uh, Afghanistan blue Osprey civilian press loadout um, that I've sort of been accumulating over the, over a bit of time. I've got a full doctor, a Swiss doctor with it's Polish camo for some reason, but it's a full Swiss doctor. Loadout. I've got even like doctor epaulets and stuff like that on there. Um, MTP OD Woodland and a PMC one, which is kind of a mix of the lot. Um, yeah, yeah. So I I, I effectively have four plate carrier setups and then my um Falklands one which is like the, the harness chest rig. Yeah fifty eight pattern type thing. So. so so Mike, is it do you wear them just at airsoft events or is it something you partake at home wearing all these different outfits for the wife? So right, you're gonna laugh, but genuinely I I have been known to play a few Xbox games with um my proper helmet set up on because um, you could plug the comms into the Xbox. <laughs> Wicked. What's that, Stone Mountain 64? 
not quite like that, but yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, so I have done that before. It, it does add to the realism, in my mind, maybe. Definitely. And do you make yourself a little cardboard tank to sit in, Mike, when you're doing this? <laughs> well, I'm trying to save up for a real tank. That'd be even better, but yeah. Um, well, fair play, mate. Yeah, I've just basically got an MTP right. loadout, um, uh, Warrior DCS uh, plate carrier. I've got a Condor light gunner, OD green plate carrier for like PMC rolls yeah. and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, like like Dan, I've got uh, a DPM woodland smock and combat trousers, a PLC uh, fifty-eight pattern set of webbing, uh, webbing for um, the Falklands events, and uh, uh, yeah. a DPM PLC uh, webbing set as well. So not a great deal of kit wise, but you know, uh, probably I'd say sort of three options available to me with all the yeah. bells and whistles on it so yeah. yeah um upcoming we actually have uh, an episode where we're going to be talking about various loadouts and stuff um so i'll tell you what we'll, we'll try and get photos of all the various loadouts and things that we can put together yeah, um, and we can talk about them all because that'd be quite interesting so, the most yes. recent sort of thing we've been doing is well the last few years is is mix and matching a bit of uh, desert camo and a bit of woodland camo that's uh, it. Like, you know, either desert trousers, woodland top, woodland top. <clears throat> well, it's quite good because a lot of events will still let you wear a, a, the desert DPM stuff if you're on a, if you're a, <coughs> your NATO, obviously. Yeah. And yeah. it's always cool to mix and match that if you can. But I mean, and, DPM yeah, woodland with that. MTP, it does like go that, really I well. Like that little loadout is when you mm. know when you've got that little bit of a mix and match. It just, mm. just it looks a bit different, you know, to everyone else, just completely covered in one dripping. Dripping Love in it. MTP or uh, <laughs> that, that's it. Uh, Rage asks, how important are loadouts or should I say uniform clothing? I have all the kit, but be using camo patterns. Do you need camo uniforms to play? Um, I mean, I some events honest, will require oh, oh. you to. No, go on. Mike. No, I was just going to say some no, events will require you to wear a. Uh, don't start. <laughs> don't be like that. All right. You ask the question. All right. <laughs> you usually say, I'll take this one. I'll take this one. Um, oh, sorry, yeah, so that. basically, um, some events will require you to wear certain uniforms and loadouts. So um, Legion, I know, is relatively relatively strict on what you can wear. Uh, I know Octo, <laughs> again, is quite strict. And some of that comes down to uh, the fact that there's also multiple... Uh, there's multiple um, factions and stuff, so you know you do have to be a little bit careful if you've got more than say two factions that you do have some sort of differences between them. Um, I was watching quite a lot of Border Wars videos and things this week because um, I just thought that it, it, just something to watch, and uh, I've noticed that they they seem to be sort of relatively strict on the the camo restrictions and stuff like that. Um, so I don't think it's mm. it's not important from a you know, you have to be necessarily the exact camo pattern and stuff. Like, you don't all have to be in cry, um, multi-camo no. and anything like that. There's obviously slight variations, no, and there's not. usually, like, you know, as, as the guys were saying, like, you've got the desert um, DPM uh, or multi-cam. Or there's, there's kind of, like, variations of things that you can wear. Yeah, um, the only yeah, thing yeah, I would yeah. say is from also, trying if you to wanna, get... you know, if you... Oh, Dan, you cut Mike off. <laughs> oh, <you know>. <laughs> No, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I'm going to leave now. <laughs> you didn't tell me the ground rules. I'll go get another no, beer. I'll, I'll, just gonna <laughs> I'll be just very gonna quiet off. now, Mike. Sorry. Just going to finish off with saying that um, oh, I was completely throwing my train of thought now. Uh, different camo patterns. Uh... Sorry, mate. I'll let you finish off, Mike. No, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. So, um, again, um, if you're trying to play, um, if it's a smaller event, for example, like Apocalypse, uh, where you've got. You know, like we, I think we were like a six man DEA team at one point. 
You know, you, we were yeah. trying to make ourselves look more homogenous as a team. Mm. Um, so that you've, you've got more of like a team identity. And that, again, plays in for the the immersion for other team players. You know, when exactly. they're, they're playing, they see someone that's very clearly a DEA agent. Um, so that that's the only thing I can sort of think of. But, I mean, in terms yeah, again, of... Though, that, and that leads back into is, is putting into the event what you want to get out of it. Do you know what I mean? If you're, you know, I know you've paid to take part in an event, but if you then turn around and they say, we, you've got, sorry, guys, but you've got... I mean, at a minimum, I'd expect my guys when we go to an event, if they say, right, it's a, it's a multi-cam loadout that you have to have for the NATO side, so right, fine. I'd expect the guys to have multi-cam trousers and a multi-cam top, whether that's a smock um, or a, uh, a BDU... Uh, or u backs or something like that. And then if yeah. they're plate carriers, OD green or whatever it is, or they're running webbing, then that's up to them. That, to me, uh, your, your personal low carrying equipment is your personal preference and what you want to wear. I'd probably say steer away from black, but if it's OD green or desert tan or, or multicam or whatever it is, and you've running webbing or yeah. a plate carrier or a chest rig or, or leg holster, you know I mean, I'm not, I'm not fussed about that. That's, that's your problem, exactly. whatever you want to do with that. You can't expect everybody to have a, a... Ten no, I mean, colors of plate carriers. Get it? That's, that's, that's yeah, exactly. I mean, some people do, and that's fair. That's fair enough. But I mean, realistically, as long as they've got matching trousers and a top, um, then yeah, that's it. Happy days. All done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the other thing, I was just going to say when I cut Mike off. No, don't right. you cut me off, Mike? <laughs> Payback's a bitch, isn't it? Um, <laughs> um, what I was going to say is, I, I recommend for you know newcomers to meal sims. Um, when it's back on is the war and peace show. Um, mm, you can go yep. there and you can buy a pair of trout MTP trousers. You know, you could buy a, a smock. You can buy, you can buy your, you can buy everything you need for a Milton there and not have to spend a fortune. It's, mm. it's, it's amazing. Really. We went there, didn't we? And we, we were buying, you could, I mean, cot beds and all sorts and it's just literally it's just like Dan's just said you could turn up there to the to the sales area of the uh, war and peace revival which is at the hop farm in tunbridge um it's usually held in august sort of time um you could turn up there with nothing literally i'm literally just turn up with a wallet in your pocket and you could go to a stand you could buy yourself a bergen with the rocket pouches you could then fill that bergen with all the kit you'd need your dos bag your bivy bag a roll mat um, a basher bungee cords a cook set you could get all that stuff all ex surplus all in good nick at wicked prices um for, for your milsim event yeah. well, they've even got the airsoft yeah. guns there as well um, yeah and there's another the back end the back end of it's all yeah. airsoft fans and stuff like that so you know you can, there's all sorts of bargains to be had there guys definitely worth a look uh, the war piece revival there and, and complete yeah i, I recommend going because also not only is it a good day watching all the tanks roll by Mm. That's it. That yeah, they've got all the reenactment area and that, haven't they? Mm. Definitely. And you can, I think it. you can camp there and as well. So you, stuff. you could go there as a That's team, it. camp out for the weekend. You know, spend a couple of days at the show, the event. You go see all the, the big arena. They do all reenactments of Vietnam battles, and they get old Second World War uh, vehicles and that coming in. You can walk around all the reenactment areas that have all been set up. They've got a Black Hawk Down one, which is wicked. Is the like the Down Chopper and all the guys there have all the bells and whistles on. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's a wicked weekend. Uh, uh, or just a day event. Really good to, to get down and have a look, guys. Check it out, yeah. Oh, yeah. Banging. Yeah, the last point I would just make about camo is that the closer you look to uh, your own team, the less likely you're going to get shot by your own team. Because mm. um, yeah, I, I know good. that I... mm. my green plate carrier um, made me opt for as opposed to um, blue for. So. 
Mm. Yeah, something to bear in mind. And and head covering as well. As well, it's, sometimes they can be quite strict. Like for for you're not allowed to wear baseball caps or something like that, or, and and vice versa for for blue forces. Just something to bear in mind with your, with your head covering you choose to use. Uh, right. Yeah. Lastly, uh, I think the last one we had was actually um, the sort of preparedness. So pre-event, get involved with the Facebook groups online. So it's kind of breaking down those cliques. Going back to the point earlier, um, mm. earlier on. Um, but if there's a WhatsApp group, get involved with the WhatsApp group. Talk to the other people on the team. Uh, introduce yourself. You know, it just it just helps make. Like, it means that basically when you hit you hit the event, you're hitting the ground running. You know, you've yes, already, so you already got know some people. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's just like one or two guys at the group you click with, and you know that's one or two yeah, guys exactly. that you've already known for when you turn up there. Especially if you're flying solo as well, chaps. Yeah, it's really important that you get as much information. And like I say, if it's your first event, as much information as you can carry from the event organizer. You know, a, a lot like Mike said earlier, a lot of organizers uh, will send out a, a good uh, sort of in package prior to the event. You'll get it via an email or whatever, and you can read through um, what's expected of you, what your team's going to be doing, um, the basic AO, a map. Um, emergency contact detail, things like that. And it's, it's, it's always good to sort of gen up on them little bits and bobs prior to going, um, like arrival times and things like that, just so, you, just so you're all squared away and your team uh, knows what the crack is. And again, like with your team stuff as well, make sure your team's all aware of where you're meeting, if you're travelling up in convoy or or set points where you're going to meet up at to get to the event and stuff like that. So, There's nothing worse than getting lost on the way to an event. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, are you, absolutely. Are you here? I don't know. Where are you? I don't know where I am. I'm just going to cry in a lay boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, one the the last one which we kind of did sort of we we kind of thrashed around as an idea um which doesn't really apply to a player um but event organizers need to make sure it's a good event as well mm. so oh, you yeah, know, absolutely give give feedback you know don't 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 just be like oh fucking shit you know if if there was something you genuinely didn't like and you think you could improve just have a little quiet word with someone and say you know that that point where Oh, I don't know. We'd trekked through the forest for two hours, got to the objective, and then got told that it was lunchtime, and we went back to the safe zone for a sandwich. If you didn't mm. like that, just let them know. And it's the sort of thing that you know it gives them a chance to change if they want to. And if they don't want to change it, you don't have to go again. You know, mm. it's it's it, exactly yeah. It's, it's a positive and constructive That's feedback, it, exactly. which and a lot of new organisers as well. If they've not done it before, then they're going to really welcome a guy saying, "Look, yeah, you know, great effort, guys. You know, maybe." that didn't work as well, but this could probably work. You know, I've, I've done a few, I've taken part in a few meal sims and, you know, maybe perhaps you might want to try that next time and that, but it's all constructive criticism for, for especially for new organisers. I mean, let's face it, the, the yeah. organisers that have been around for a few years, you know, they've sort of got it sewn up really. That's why their events are so popular. Um, you yeah, know, and, they, they, and everyone knows the names of them. So, but they're certainly the new, the newcomers to, to organising events or, or hosting events at different sites. Um, they're, they're definitely going to want positive feedback, not just someone on social media saying that was shit. I'm never going back there again. And then saying why it was shit in a really horrible, non-constructive way. Do you know what I mean? Which then sort yeah, of ripple yeah. effects, butterfly effects. Oh, well, I ain't going there then. Did you hear about do such and such? Oh, we won't we won't do that one. You know, it's that's yeah. that's not gonna help anyone out. It's just it's easy, like it's it's just that quick, isn't it? It's just like bang, mm. someone mm. just says a negative thing and they tell ten people. That's know, it, exactly, and it just spreads from there, it's like wildfire, you know what the internet's like Facebook yeah. and all that, it's, it's just oh, nightmare. But um, yeah, constructive criticism, guys, for the event organisers, and obviously praise where it's needed as well, because mm. obviously they're going to want to hear back from you that if you as you enjoyed it and and this that and the other. So yeah, always good to get to get involved that way, and obviously they'll remember you for next time as well. If you've you know if you've commented and got involved and you know offered some advice or your opinion, 
then they're going to, you know, know for next time as well to make sure it's extra special for you. <laughs> extra special. Ray Absolutely. says, uh, I hear a lot about Facebook groups for events. That sucks for us non-Facebook users. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, um, that is obviously a slight downside if you if mm. there is an event that's running Facebook groups. Um, I know that, uh, so for example, the Octo 8 Milsim, um, we're on sort of a, a PMC chat. Is that, I keep thinking that's on WhatsApp, but it's not, that's on Facebook as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's Facebook Messenger, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, like, like you just said there, Mike, but then a lot of events you'll go to, um, if you're put into a section of sort of eight to 12 guys, and they might well have a little WhatsApp group running, which you can get involved in uh, in that way. I know a few of the Legion events, and when we, especially mm. with, with RTC 13, mm. um, uh, we had a WhatsApp group for that, and it was perfect, you know, everyone keeping in touch, because them guys were travelling down from up north, so they were getting there slightly later, or, or whatever it was, so we could all keep tabs on when we were arriving and that, so that's always good. Signature. I get that signature. I think it. I think he means autograph. Oh, he wants the autograph. Yeah, yeah. I think Kets <laughs> yeah, has been. I, at think, the, I um, think Kets has been at the gin. No, there was a there was a chat further up. Oh, where was it? Oh, oh yeah, David. God. David said, Lance, can I get a photo? So, guys, just to remind you, if you uh, do get out Actually, to play Lance, with Lance, Lance at any point, Lance, you need to make sure you ask Lance for a photo. Lance, stay down. I'm just going to take a selfie. <laughs> there you go. 20 quid. Yes, David, you may have a signature. Right. It's in the post. <laughs> or a photo, sorry. Right, oh, if, there's a, if anyone's getting any that. last questions in, if you pop them in the chat now, uh, mm -hmm. either directly for Dan or if you want to talk about anything else, or if you've got any thoughts on things that we've missed out on kind of how to get the most out of a Milsim, uh, whilst you're doing that, I can remind you that you I can get you in touch with us at nofochat at hotmail.com. Instagram is November underscore Foxtrot underscore Nofo. Facebook is November Foxtrot Nofo. And YouTube is, is November Foxtrot. Yeah, is he still talking? Shut up. I'll fight it in again. <laughs> I was, was going to say, Mike, you could probably talk for about three hours, couldn't we? We could just sit here and talk for about three hours of, yeah, and still not get, cover everything to do yeah. with Milsim and, and what's good and what's bad about them and, what's, and what we can and can't do and blah, blah, blah. Mm. blah. But, you know, it's... it's We've, you know, we, we've got through some quite good, good uh, stuff tonight about yeah. about what's, you know, we're with people that wanting to start coming, just newcomers coming in, and you know, that's it. That's what's great about it is the people that have sort of, sort of taken a step from skirmishing and saying, oh yeah, I really want to give Wilson a go. It's that's, that's fantastic to hear that there's, there's more people yeah. getting involved with it. You know, you know, I love that. Yeah. Love seeing new people coming along and uh, and, mm. and starting to learn and and, and enjoying the enjoying, enjoying the events and 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 that leads on again. I mean, if you're on an event where you're bitching and moaning where something's not gone quite right for you and there's a guy next to you it's his first event and you he's going to think i ain't coming back to one of these if this is what's going to be like and and that's where you got to think yeah, about yeah, you know, yeah. i mean exactly. i'll admit i'll open admit i've blown my top a couple of times at events yeah, you know you know we're all guilty of it and oh, yeah, we you, know, you don't mean to do it but i mean getting lit up with a pkm five times after indicating you've been it you know that's sort of enough to blow anyone's top off. <laughs> but there we go different story um Anyhow, but um, and it, that's, so you just got to think about you know take yourself out for five minutes, go back to your fob, make yourself a brew, uh, and, and just kind of uh, calm down a little bit because, like I say, your actions are going to affect other people's uh, uh, thoughts and how they're going to uh, enjoy the event as well. So um, yeah, it's just 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 um, and it's a game at the end of the day. Christ, you know what I mean, it's, it's a serious side <laughs> but to it's it. It's a serious game. <laughs> it's a serious game and it's real. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it. yeah, that's it. I mean, obviously it has to be organised, but also our 
have, have, You've fun, got to be able to have fun with it. Have fun, then it ain't worth doing. I mean, the amount of times we've balls up as a team and we just laugh about it and just think, oh, yeah, yeah. We just laugh. <laughs> just go back, go back to, you know what I mean? go back to the fob in the evening, have a beer or something, and just sit down and have a laugh about, do you know what? Yeah. That we, we fucked that up, but hey, it's funny. Try again, try again <laughs> a bit. You know what I mean? Try exactly. again yeah, tomorrow. It, you know, it is a game at the end of the day and it's there to be enjoyed by everyone. So. Mm. Toy Soldiers yeah. Airsoft Unit says opinions on claymores in events. Uh, many use them in mill sims or events. I I really like mines and explosives. I and love stuff that blows up. I think it's brilliant. The louder the better. As like <laughs> long as it's not next year, Ed. <laughs> I don't like the claymores that like open up and then go like with a, a few BBs in your face. I don't like them. They, they look crap. To me, they look. I, I don't like them. So, what I do like is a bees. I, I like a Beasley twelve gauge shotgun cartridge tripwire. That is. The they nuts. are the bollocks. They are. Literally, you trip them. that up. You know. You know. You know. Yeah, you, you ain't. You're you not know, walking away from. Well, you are walking yeah, away from. Obviously, like, oh, you're not going to lose <laughs> yeah. a foot or anything. You know, don't worry. No. It's a blank. It's a twelve gauge blank round. Say for anyone, like anyone that's new to yeah. new to the channel I, I, and new I, to Milsim, they are they are blanks. They are. They do not fire. There's in no buckshot way. in it or anything like that. Don't worry, you're not going to lose your toes. Yeah. It's it's a twelve gauge well, blank yeah. round. Well, at least at least I think I've cut all the shot out of this cartridge. <laughs> James C's late. Oh Look yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> Don't worry, James. Oh, you can yeah. play it all on catch up. We're available yeah, on great. Anchor, YouTube, yeah. Facebook. Uh, I think that's all of them. Oh no, there Spotify and all of that as well. There'll be a black dot next to his name on the register. <laughs> Oh, no, I mean, in terms record. of mines and stuff, like I, genuinely, the most fun I've ever had uh, was the DEA Milsim where we had the trip mines. They're basically, um, Lance and Dan made them up. They're basically like these little pressure plate things, uh, like wrapped in a plastic bag that when you trod on them, they just made a noise. Um, they didn't even yeah. go boom or anything like that, but they were just so <laughs> much fun because yeah, genuinely. Because you had a command wire running out to the alarm box and it was allowed. It was a, I can't remember what decibel it was now, but it was a proper like. A, a burglar alarm noise thing, with a red flashing light on it. Yeah, yeah, proper loud. And the pressure plate pad, it was they were cheap as chips off of um eBay, I think I got it from. And they were a, a nursing home and they go on the on the floor around a resident's bed. So when they're put into bed at night, they could put this pad down. So if they fell out the bed, it would make the connection that sets the alarm off or anything like that. That's 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 the mm. idea behind them. Whatever there was, there was sort of pressure plate. Oh, proper pad. sensitive as well, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we sort of sort of jimmied them into a into a waterproof bag, so they could be buried under the ground with a few inches of dirt on the top, and obviously you could still detect the the wire that we'd use to run out to the to the actual sensor. So you could put the pressure plate in one position, and then you could run the actual the, the bomb if you like off to another point. So then that was cool. Yeah, and See, like, I, Mike was valent to find them and stuff like that. Yeah. So when 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 we first heard about these, I was like, oh, this is going to be interesting because I've I've never done a milsim with like proper IEDs before. Um, and I'll be honest with you, because we didn't know what we were looking for. I say early early doors in the game, we were just like every little bit of metal, just trying to avoid the ground because mm. we didn't know if like it was. Well, obviously, I buried. did because me and Dan made it. We couldn't say nothing. That, yeah. But I'm not going to spoil it for the team. I was like, oh, by the way, guys, you're looking for that. It's like, well, <laughs> yeah. no, I don't know. But at, one point, yeah. at one point, because I was obviously <laughs> acting as the um, oh, what they're what they're called? Who's the uh, explosives? EOD. Experts. EOD. Yeah. So we were actually acting as the EOD, um, and we wandered off to go and defuse one, and we went and found that, defused that, came back, and on the same path, we managed to tread on the mine that we'd missed on the way there. So literally, we yeah, walked exactly. over it. And then on the way back, we we trod on it. I was like, "Oh yeah, great!" But we did defuse one out of that whole weekend. 
Hey, hey, it was worth it, winning. That's, that is a win. <laughs> uh, we'll go to the last question. Toy Soldiers Airsoft Unit. Uh, drones with guns will be the next big thing. I'm not such a big fan of these, to be honest with you. I've seen a couple of videos of drones with guns on them, either like the RC cars or uh, the uh, the uh, aerial ones, aerial drones. And I just think it takes the fun out of it, to be honest with you. You can't shoot back. I do. I like the drones. I like the idea of like aerial surveillance I and mean, stuff like that. Yeah, I love that recon and stuff like that. I mean, you can't, you know, some people are going to be a bit pissed at it. Well, I'll, I'll be like, for me for one, be like, well, I ain't got one. It's not fair. Let's see why I should have one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Not going to lie. It would piss me off if I had a yeah. drone going <laughs> with the camera just like off. <laughs> but um, when it comes to like an RC car or something that's got a Uzi strapped to the top of it and it's just like lighting you up, it's like, what you, can you stamp on it? You know what can you do? Can you shoot that? Can you shoot back at it? What can you do to it? Oh, you know I would, what I mean? Because people, I'd be pretty precious it. over that. Do you know I what I mean? I'd be like, "Hey, well, can you just pick it up and just like hook it on a tree or something like that? Just so you stay there." <laughs> you know? No, stand you know, What do you do? Right. It's you know, it's a bit bit daft, but you know, yeah. depends what. Again, it's down yeah. to the organizer. If, he, if I mean, they allow it, it, then they allow it. it. You know? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, you know, is I think the the mill sim and airsoft as a whole is. You know, you've got a gun, go and shoot someone. And, you know, and essentially, and with the bare bones of it, the, the, the bread and butter of airsoft that is, is it. That, it's essentially it, isn't it. You have a gun, go and shoot those people that aren't on your team. It's, the same. it's, it's, it's you know, you've got a paintball, you've got a gun, you go shoot someone. Mm. Airsoft, mm. you've got a gun, you go shoot someone. Don't start flying stuff up in the air and, and driving. Rory Millen, boom, wallop. What are you doing? <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Mag, yeah, I just... you know, have, have your have your thermal cameras and and that because that's wicked. That's that's you know that's yeah, I love a bit of that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, but, but, that's, but even you know, some events, some events where you but... take them out, that makes it more interesting as well. Like if you've mm. got everyone yeah. on a completely level playing field, I know you guys are always raving about the Vietnam one. Yeah. I couldn't make that one myself, but that about how the fact everyone had that was you know, the best. One of the best. iron sights, no optics. Uh, yeah. you know, I mean, the only just... optics on the field were, were sniper rifles, and they, I think you could only have one sniper from each section in the in the field at any one time, uh, right. if yeah. I remember rightly. But there was no there was no scopes on it. it we had iron sights, no night tactical lights. It was angled torches only for the US and things like that. And we were we were allowed floodlights in our firebase, which looked out into the woodland, um, and that was brilliant. And it, and and it, and it, and it may it, it added an element of like sort of fear to it because you'd be there at the firebase at night, and all you'd hear is like. The old break, stick break now and again, but you you wouldn't be able to see where they were with an angled flashlight. Do you know what I mean? There's no way. You just have to wait for it to all kick off. The tracer and stuff coming. Light off is awful, isn't it? <laughs> oh mate, yeah, it's just like <laughs> you know. But um, and the, the tracer rounds coming in because obviously the Vietnam, uh, the Vietnam or the MVA were allowed to use red, and um, uh, the US uh, Marines or whatever it was, we were we were using green, um, and just the contrast and that it was crazy. I mean, the fire it was. <sighs> brilliant event it was such a good yeah. event it was really good and like you say it's a level playing field there's no toys on either side that was it you know there was no night vision no thermal no scopes no tactical lights on your weapons and that was it bare bones nice and easy <laughs> didn't you just just quickly because we're just while waiting for Dan to come didn't you have someone making you dinner the whole weekend that weekend? i did actually fritz yeah fritz uh fritz was a, a reenactment um with a german panzer division or something like that a group of reenactors that, that predominantly do german second world war uh reenactment and he's the cook in their uh, in their section if you like and he just sort of took it because i was running the 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 uh the uh seventh uh, cavalry side if you like 
he took it upon himself to just be my. <laughs> well, to be fair to him, no, not only me. He, I mean, he cooked. We, we had, oh, we were on, on a fire fight. Tell, tell him what he gave you. He, he did cook me a lovely meal. He brought it out on a tray uh, with a little glass <laughs> and of got red you wine. To sit down by yourself, and he brought out. A, he had a. He had a little towel over his arm. He brought me. His, he cooked me this meal on on, on billy cans in billy cans and and and, and hexy burners. Um, mashed potato, beans, sausages, <laughs> mashed potato, a mixed onion and cheese. Oh, it's beautiful. It's lovely food. Um, a little sticky toffee pudding uh, to finish and a glass of uh, glass of Merlot, which is very much appreciated. And I sat what there I and then... was cooking with bacon? Um, well, he'd done bacon sandwiches one morning and then after that, he'd done toast in the bacon fat with jam on top of it. That's it. That's oh. it. That was good. That was nice. That was. So this, that was this guy paid to go to the Milsim, but he, literally just decided we had to do weekend. Middle of the day, right? He's yeah. he's. We were having this massive firefight at, at the firebase, and it's coming in from 360 degrees, isn't it, Dan? And it's and I've looked out the window, and Fritz is sat out there on the floor, down at the bottom of one of the sangers, like into a little corner of the wall, like that, with a massive pot peeling fucking potatoes. <laughs> with his rounds, and he's sitting there going. <laughs> oh, there's another one. Oh. <laughs> I'm like Fritz, get in here for fuck's sake! He's like, I can't move, I can't move. So I've got all the spuds and I've got the pots and that all around me. I can't move. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have oh, two players was... off, did he? I think he walked out of us like once, twice. Yeah, he walked out. But he just us. and he loved it, we... and he absolutely. I was, I was like, mate, I said we had no idea. I mean, he didn't say anyone anything to anyone prior to the event in any of the chats to say. This is what I'm intending to do. He turned up, he brought all this food himself, he brought all these drinks himself, and he literally just cooked and supplied beverages, um, coffee and tea and everything to all the whole 35 people that were on the 7th Cavalry side for that weekend event or wherever many people were there um, from Friday to Sunday, pretty much. And it was, I just thought, fair play to the guy. Absolutely fair play. I think we had a walk around for him at the end. proper commitment to the role. But um, it was fantastic. He was mad as a box of frogs, don't get me wrong, but it, it was a brilliant <laughs> oh, yeah. weekend. Fantastic, really good. Right, well, that's all from us this week, guys. Thanks ever so much for joining us. Uh, next week, yep. uh, we are talking uh, shelter systems, so mm -hmm. all things tents, bashers. We'll probably throw hammocks in there as well because it's sort of nice to and bags. Probably talk about bags again as well. We'll probably talk about bags and, and feet <laughs> and boots stuff as well. So, uh, yeah, feel free to get in, uh, involved with us next week. Uh, Dan, thanks for joining us. It's yes, always, much appreciated, mate. No problem, oh, man. Thanks for that, bud. Uh, yeah, no, I've so again, it. I've enjoyed it. Thanks again, guys, for inviting me onto it. So, yeah. no, that's no, fine. No. It's all right. It's good, mate. All so, good. Cool. All good. If you've got any questions for Dan, you can find him either on the Punishers uh, Z113. Z13. Uh, Just one one, Z1, Mike. One, sorry, Z13. Um, oh, I've now, got my mate, own little separate this? group. We're 100 down. Nah, down. <laughs> but you can find him on, on Instagram uh, or, you know, if you've got any other questions for Dan, then yeah, just give us a shout um, and we can always pass them along to him. Uh, but, yeah, thanks for joining us, and we shall see you next week. Thank you very much. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.